40 and single, the place where we navigate the ups and downs of singlehood in your 40s and beyond. Today I have my guest with me, Mark. Say hi, Mark. Hi, Jen. Hi, guests. (laughs) (laughs) Visitors. 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 Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit bit about yourself. How old are you? Yeah, so I am am approaching 40 um, at the ripe old age of 37. Cute. And your occupation, what do you do? How do you spend your days? Oh my goodness, what do I do? I am in tech sales. I work in post-sales relationship and account management, um, onboarding, contract negotiations, and uh, all that fun stuff. That sounds super high-tech and amazing. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, And what is your current relationship status? Uh Uh, Current relationship status is uh, very single. Very single. And just for the records, for the books, what is the longest relationship you've ever been in? Yeah, longest relationship I've ever been in was uh, about three and a half years. Um, That just ended, what, I guess four months ago now. So still kind of, still kind of processing all that, but... um, Hence the very single. Exactly. Hence the very single. I'm exploring myself and everything that comes with, you know, coming fresh out of a new relationship. So I'm ready. Amazing. Um, and just so for the records, what, what apps, if any, are you on? Apps. Okay. And you, I will even say, you could say, okay, Cupid uh, or cool. eHarmony. You know, we can go old school. You know, listen, Plenty of fish. I've never actually been on Plenty of Fish. What if I'm on Craigslist? Do people still do that? Uh, that would be amazing. Please, <laughs> please go on Craigslist. Put out a personal ad in the right, New York Times. Right? Uh, oh my God, personal ads. Okay. Seeking. Um, bringing it low tech. You know, it's funny. I've been actually been thinking about getting a dumb phone and getting rid of like all the apps and everything, like a flip phone to like just um, kind of completely unplug. But anyway, back to the question. Um... What apps am I on? Um, right now, I'm only on Grinder and Tinder. I don't have, I don't think I have the mental capacity or, or emotional bandwidth to be on more than just those. Got it. Is right. there a version, because I don't know this actually, is there a version of Bumble for gay guys? Of course. Of course. I don't know how it works, because I know I'm like in straight Bumble. Straight Bumble. In okay. hetero Bumble. Um, the female has to initiate yeah. the conversation, right? So I don't know how it works in like the homo bumble. Um, cause I don't think I've ever been on, but I know you can do like M for M or F for F, um, or maybe non-binary for non-binary. I, I, you know, I'm not sure. Um, you know, but yeah, Tinder and Grinder for me, I think I'm, I'm going to wrap up my, my time on Tinder, um, and kind of just go through, stop swiping on people and go through like the people that are in that list already, try to like see what materializes from that and then transition over to to Hinge, Um, give that a go and then move on to another. But I think, um, you know, for, for, for obvious reasons, the grind will um, will remain. Will remain. Yes. Got it. Got it. And so what would be your ideal first date? Uh, ideal first date. So I'm pretty simple and low key. A couple things to know about me um, is number one, I don't drink. I'm sober. Um, so not going out to a bar. I'll go out to a bar. Actually, let me let me take that back. I will go out to a bar with you. Um, I love it. I love being social. I love being around people. Um, 
and I love, you know, just kind of like the energy that you get. But um, I'm a morning person. I'm a daytime person. So I love to get up in the morning and I have a dog. So um, on the weekend mornings, go to the dog park. Um, you know, let's go to the dog park. Let's grab a coffee. Let's go for a walk. Just had one of those this morning. It was quite nice. Um, and we're going to do it again. So, um, and actually plug for Grinder because I find that Grinder is actually probably one of the best places to meet men. Um, even be, for be, things beyond uh, a one and done. A one and done. Do you ever worry about coffee breath? Um, you know, not really, because if we're both having a coffee, then we both have coffee breath. So, heard, heard. you know, there, there's, there, the risk is, is, is less, right? Like, and it's also a little less offensive than garlic breath. So, um, like going to an Italian restaurant, I don't like to go out to dinner on a first date because you're committed to an hour and a half with a person that you may or may not like, you may hate after five minutes. Um, so that's why I like the, the non-committal coffee dates, like dog park kind of dates. That's why I drink tea on, on coffee dates. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, I will have tea breath. Right. Right. I like that actually. <laughs> perhaps I'll, perhaps I'll try you'll, that. You'll yeah. transfer to I tea. May, I may give that a shot. I will transfer to tea. Uh, okay. So we went on ideal first date. Now mm-hmm. what, what, what in your experience in your ripe age was your worst first date oh, ever? I've been on a lot of really bad dates, Jen. Right. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> I've been on a lot of really bad dates and like I love to date. I hate dating, you know, but I love to date. Um I love because like you got to kiss a lot of frogs, right, to find your prince. Plenty of fish. <laughs> yeah. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Some of them are already just floating belly up though. Um so for me, I went on a date with this kid. I, and and like he wasn't a kid. I just call every guy I go on a date with a kid. Um, I went on a date with this guy and uh, we went to a restaurant. First of all, it was in Union Square. Like no shade to anybody who likes Union Square. But like if we're going to go on a date, let's do something a little bit more like, I don't know, unusual, off the beaten path. Uh, something not where... Union Square? Like, yeah. Was not it the TGI Square. Fridays like, in Union let's Square? Let's go to Times Square. <laughs> like do you want to go to Olive Garden? I hear they have great breadsticks. Um, anyway, we went to this restaurant in Union Square. It was like this like... It was like trying to be an English pub, but on steroids. And it was just really, really kind of like not my vibe, not my scene. Um, But I went. We're sitting at the dinner table. We're talking. He orders a beer. Again, totally fine with like you being a drinker and you wanting to consume I was going to ask if this was when you were sober or when you weren't sober. sober. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, I will go out to a bar with you. I'll go out to a nightclub with you. I was just in Berlin for, you know, like I'm, I'm cool with that. But... What I'm not cool with is the fact that he, like, A, first of all, was a really sloppy eater. Um, Ew. Huge pet peeve of mine. Talking with food in your mouth. Talking with, like, getting salad dressing all over your mouth. (laughs) When you have a beard and you have, you know, like, ranch dressing or something, like, stuck in your beard. Disgusting, right? But, and that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was that during the date, he kept, like... Like, he mentioned that he had friends that were sober. So, like, you'd think he'd understand and get the point. But he kept, like, pushing and asking questions, which I'm also fine with. I love to talk about my sobriety, my journey, and what brought me here. Um, but, like, not questions in, 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 the, in the way of, like, being curious about, like, my life and my experience. Curious in, in that he kept saying, like, well, why can't you just be strong enough to not drink? Why can't you, or have not, you know, to only have one drink? And why can't you just be, like, 
you know, strong, like, he's like, I'm strong enough to have like two beers and then I'm fine. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, thank you. Good for you. Um, there are many, 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 many people in this world who are not that way, who don't have the ability to do that. Um, so, and again, this goes back to why I don't like dinner dates on first dates, because you're committed to an hour, you know, 45 minutes at minimum with this person. At the very least. At the very least, if you're like in and out, right? And, you know, I think if I were of my right mind in that moment, I probably would have just got up and walked off because I knew at that point, like, this was never, I would never see this human again on my own volition. Um, But yeah, so worst first date, restaurant in Union Square, sloppy eater, and like rude about like my journey yeah. you know um so yeah 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 I, I wish you could see my face and like the <laughs> like the stain on my face right now the 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 look of repulsion on her face <laughs> is palpable so i hope you can feel it feel it feel it um and so i know so the world knows are there any non-negotiables yeah my god there are so many non-negotiables when it, when it, for a, for a your future person, mm-hmm. what Ton- are what are they? Oh my God, tons, right? Let's start with, don't talk with your mouth full. Uh, <laughs> don't be a sloppy eater. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, those, those, are, those are more pet peeves than non-negotiables. And I think it's really important to understand the difference between like, what's a pet peeve, what's something that you just find annoying or, or slightly irritating, and what's like a non-negotiable, right? Because I think a lot of times people conflate the two and they're not the same. Right? Like, I can be dating you, Jen, and, like, there could be something that I do find a little bit annoying about you. Maybe you snore, you know? That's annoying. I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night to you snoring. But it's not a non-negotiable, right? Um, So, like, my non-negotiables, I guess a couple of them, I probably have so many. Um, I'm a little picky, a little particular. um, But, you know, I, I, I think for me, a lack of curiosity... Somebody who's, somebody who's not curious, I like right? that we're going in, like, yeah. deep. Yeah, going in deep. Because, like, I mean, physical things, you know, you can have, like, non-negotiables about somebody's physical appearance. But, like, those things can change and will change over time, right? You can, if somebody isn't, like, a big gym goer, you can, like, work on that with them if that's something that's important to you. Again, bring it back to, like, non-negotiables versus pet peeves. Correct. Right? Things that you want, find important versus things that, like, you just can't absolutely do. Um, so lack of curiosity, not only about like me, like our, us, you know, everything, but like the, the world in general, right? Like I don't like people who are just so closed minded or narrow minded and like, you know, like only think about like themselves, their particular area, like their particular friends, like whatever, right? We're on a date. Ask me questions. You need to talk to me. You need to like really get to know me. Um, so lack of curiosity, number one, very big and important. Um, I think something for me too is, is really uh, like a non-negotiable is just like respect. Um, and like, you know, going out to dinner with somebody and seeing how they treat the staff. Super important. Um, seeing how Well, you worked in hospitality for many, many years. I did. I did work in hospitality. Anybody is particular that worked in hospitality because we're aware and that is something that's one of mine. Yes. Yes. I was a restaurant manager, uh, for decades. Side note, that's how Jen and I met. Um, but yeah, just just like lack of respect or kind of like ability to, to, to show respect. Um, another one is just like a lack of drive or ambition, 
right? Like you don't have to be the most successful person in the world. I don't need you to like be uber wealthy, but like, you know, you could be a hamburger flipper at McDonald's. I don't care. But like, if you have the drive and, and motivation to like, you know, become a manager or become like a this, become a that. I don't care what you do. Your as goal long is as, to be a franchise long, owner right, of like, McDonald's right, when you as, start up right, as a dishwasher. As long as, as long as like you, you constantly want like, you know, to like improve yourself. And it, and it doesn't have to be career-wise, right? It could be education. I'm 37 years old. I didn't go to college. And guess what? I started college two years ago. You know, I'm almost done with my degree. Like, I have drive. I have ambition. Um, I don't need it to work in tech sales either, you know? But it's something that, like, I wanted to do for myself personally, right? Um, I think a lack of self-awareness is also really important um, for obvious reasons. Uh, and I think, like, the... The most important one probably for me is must love dogs. Ah, uh, yes. Must yes. love dogs. I've got a little chihuahua. <laughs> she's, what, six years old now? I know, Diana. Yeah, Diana is six years old and she's the love of my life. So if you don't like her, then I don't like you. We oui, chef. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and real question, because we are at the lovely age that we are, um, do we think that age matters? Um, I do think that age matters to an extent, right? Like on the, you can go like, would you be, like be open to dating somebody that's like 22 or flip it and yeah. 52? Yeah, absolutely. So here's, here's, here's how it is for me at 37 years old, you know, I will hook up with a 20 year old, right? 1918 is a little pushy for me, a little dicey for me, but like, give me 20. Fine. I'll hook up with you. Um, probably not going to date you. Um, and nothing against any, any young people, but you just haven't lived. You don't have life experience. You don't know. We're just not going to be on a similar kind of wavelength or, or like mindset. And there's so much that you're going to need to experience before like, you know, you, you like date a man like me. Right. Um, on the flip side of that. So, so minimum age on Tinder that this I have. This is just like for him. hooking up though. Right. So okay. like hookups, fine. Whatever. Like. But like any age, but like dating, okay. yeah, yes. Minimum age set for me on Tinder is twenty nine. Okay. Um, because I feel at that point you've you've lived, you've been able to travel, perhaps you've probably fell in love at least once, um, and experienced things. So, oh, pardon, I just got a hiccup. But um, so you know, we just have a lot more in common and a lot more to discuss and a lot more kind of like to talk about. So I think that you know twenty nine plus. Um, is, is for me like my minimum. Um, is there any cap on the, yeah, that's a great question. So, so I guess there is a cap, but like, it really depends and is pretty fluid. Would I date somebody who's 80 years old? Probably not. But you know, I just went out or I wouldn't say went out. I just met with a man, um, who quite frankly, I don't actually know his age. If I had to guess, I would say he's probably, in between my parents and my grandparents age though. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He might be like 65 or 70. Great question though. Um, that said, he's super handsome, really charismatic. And like, you know, we, we had a really great time together and I would see him again. Amazing. Um, yeah. So it's 29 to 29 to 599. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and last question is what advice would you give to your fellow single folks out in this world? Yeah, I think, I think like a couple things to think about is like, A, don't be afraid to put yourself out there um, because 
if you if you are and if you don't put yourself out there then like how are you going to meet somebody right like you need to you need to like be willing to get hurt you need to be willing to like put yourself in uncomfortable situations and don't be afraid to be your authentic self um because what's the point of like putting on a show when they're just going to find out who you are weeks months or years later and that's time wasted because they're probably going to be like fuck this person they just lied to me right like they're not who they pretended to be whatever you know so like just showing up as your authentic self putting yourself out there and like i said earlier just kiss a lot of frogs kiss a lot of fucking frogs you might get some warts here and there but that's okay <laughs> nothing a doctor can't get rid of they most got creams of the time. for that now. exactly they got creams <laughs> for that Thank you, Jen. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on for another episode of 40 and Single. We'll see you next time, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye.